Welcome to the GigTube Podcast, hosted by Chad Polenz, a full-time gig economist since 2018. Each week, Chad talks to a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to dig deep into the world of the gig economy. Let's see what they discover this week. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to an episode of the GigTube Podcast interview show. After a long wait and many, many fan requests, I finally nailed them down. Derek, DoorDash Dad, out of... Oh, you're not out of Detroit proper, right? You're, I know you're somewhere in Michigan there. What's going on, man? Yes. What's up, Chad? How are you, man? See? It's playing an ad. That's Even weird. though I have the, the YouTube premium. Oh, I can hit skip ads. All right, so... Um, you know, I, I wanted to I wanted to show I wanted to do a joke, but it's kind of hard to do. But I was I was so if you're watching Derek, if you're watching the video on your phone, uh, you'll be able to see this. So the joke is, I I, I think I accidentally got your mail, and I'm going to show it on screen so the viewers can see it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when you see it. Okay. This should be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yep, I see it. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was from that was from Family Guy from a long Family time Guy. ago, but yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Are you a mustache aficionado? I am not. I am trying to be. But I am not. It, it just gets out of control and wild, and then I trim it down. So it's it's wild now, but I am going to trim it up soon. <laughs> oh wow. man! Well, you're lucky you can grow a mustache. Like I, I can only grow like like the this area right here. Like there's all these blank spots like around yeah. here and yeah. the beard area. So yeah, you know, well, they're that's overrated. Why just, so yeah, I always say yeah. like growing a beard like. It's not. It's not a talent. It's like it's a genetic gift. Like either you got it or you don't. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because my my son's eleven and he's kind of getting in a little fuzz up there. So. Yep. <laughs> At eleven. Wow. At eleven. Yeah. Yeah. He's full blown, turning into a preteen man. So. I don't think yeah. I started shaving till like eleventh grade. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll happen with him as well. Hey, Pedro's here. What's going on, man? Pedro, what's up, man? Pedro's a he always drops in in like every live chat. Oh yeah. Pedro and uh, Hannibal went for like two and a half, three hours last night. I saw that it was three, three eleven, three nineteen, something like that. Like wow, these guys were going at it. <laughs> yep. By the way, for the folks at home, you know I'm always drinking beer, but I kind of cheaped out. I ran out of good beer, so I'm just drinking PBR. I was trying to get like a Michigan beer. I don't know if you're much of a beer drinker. Yeah, I I just I just drink Miller sixty four. Used to drink mm-hmm. some Bud Light, yeah, but now it's sixty four. Trying to get the dad gut down. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Another another joke I was gonna say, and like this, would be, I need like a lot more people. And it's been like, this is a, this isn't this isn't an interview, Derek. This is a uh, this is an intervention. Um, we know you're a Lions fan, but you know there's thirty one other teams to choose from. So, I mean, I'm a 
Well, I used to be, sort of still am, in my heart, a Jets fan. and Oh, boy. Even the Jets have one more ring than the Lions. Yes, they have. You know, yes, they like, have. You don't have to be a Lions fan. You can – how about Tampa Bay? They got Tom Brady now, you know. Um, well, not, not, not Green Bay, Minnesota, or um, – Who's the other team I'm thinking of? Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Like, none of those guys. Pedro's a Chicago Bears fan. And you can be a a Toronto Argonauts fan. Oh, no. (laughs) I'll pass on the CFL. I definitely – yeah, it's just – it's uh it's in the blood man in, in the culture so mm-hmm. I just uh will choose the misery I guess of being a Detroit Lions fan so yeah it is what it is I mean they've come sort of close in the last ten years eh, nope can't get out the first round so, yeah well yeah. I I I can feel you because like since I'm from upstate New York originally it's just everybody around me is I mean like we have three teams in New York Jets Giants and Bills and then yeah. when I was in high school. The Bills lost four Super Bowls in a row, you know. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I do remember that the fall of Buffalo, mm, the four mm, falls of Buffalo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember that. How old are you again? I think we're in the same I am, age. I am forty-one. I'll be forty-two okay. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be forty-five in a few weeks. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I always like to start at the beginning, and I'm sure I know you've told this story many times before, but you know, it might be somebody's first time seeing or hearing you. So, uh, can you give us your kind of uh, elevator pitch or speech? Like, how did you end up? Because I know you were like a bus driver or something, and then you ended up going into DoorDash. And so, yeah. what's your origin story? Okay, so <laughs> secret origin or not? My, yeah, my 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 origin story is. Um, I was driving a school bus, got my CDL class B, and uh, as you know, I have a, a son, right? It's in the name. So mm-hmm. had to had to kind of step in and take more responsibility because my, myself and my ex-wife obviously share custody. So she would have them for seven days. I would have them for another seven. So that took me a while to get. So after I get that, uh, I start driving a school bus and that's very difficult if you have like a six or seven year old child and the time a a school bus driver is very demanding because it's before the kids the high schoolers go to school which is we're talking about i think i started at 618 and then you're done at about 9 30 you have a gap and then you do the same thing in the pm so while i'm in school he's in school and uh, it's hard to get back and forth because I worked about 40 miles away. So I started doing Instacart. That was my first thing. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do Instacart. I do not grocery shop. I do it for the family, ironically, but I'm like, I don't want to do it for other people. So I started doing that, and I really didn't like it. It was too time-consuming, uh, at least in my area. The timer was freaking me out. It was like green, amber, then red, and then all this other stuff. So then I – apply with DoorDash and that's it. I started doing that. It was quicker, more fast paced. I made more money. And then here I am two years later with two and a half with a YouTube channel and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. So that's, that's my origin story. Mm-hmm. So you've been doing DoorDash full time for two years For two years since so you- February of 2019. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were in way, way before COVID. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, when uh when covid hit around there like what was 
I don't know. Like, were you doing gangbusters all of a sudden because like everybody was ordering in, or or was it worse because like now everybody lost their regular job and they went into gig work? Yeah, that that's funny because ironically, it was better. Like, I remember when the Michigan governor put us on because we were one of like the the states with the longest lockdown. So it was in April, and they had finally shut the schools down. And she said, "Okay, we're going to go into a full scale lockdown." You can only come out the house to do this or that. And I remember I'm like, man, that means I, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Then I found out that it was not the case and we were going to be able to work. And I was cleaning up. So, yeah, so I was doing it. It was a, a lot of people on the road, but I still was doing, you know, big books. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you find it easy? Effort? Like, I mean, you said Instacart was a pain, but I assume yeah. DoorDash, you probably picked it up pretty quick, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, you you know, go to A, mm-hmm. pick up the food, check to see if it's right, take it to B. You know, Instacart, you gotta replace this and scan that, and then the the aisles sometimes would be wrong. Uh, well, then you got So so for me, it was just like too stressful. I think it was the time limit, you know, that mm-hmm. I didn't really like. So, well, yeah. you know what, uh, you might be doing Instacart like work after all because. <laughs> yeah. Now DoorDash has their Dash Mart thing, although it's more like convenience store stuff than than real yeah. full. Well, actually, I know they do uh, like Meyer up there in uh, Hy-Vee or whatever it's called, yeah. Higher or whatever. Um, have you done any of those type of orders yet? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. Actually, I love those, but they're with Dash Mart with the Meyer stuff. They like to keep it. I think the highest amount of items I had was twenty one. So they that's a little high. But the payout was like $33, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but Meyer, typically the shop and deliver is like between two and 10, somewhere around there. So I don't mind those because they're relatively quick. The Walgreens, in and out the Meyer, a little longer, but they pay a little more. So I'm fine with those. But that whole, like, if, if it has a bunch of produce, I'll usually unassign it because I'm, I'm not about to do that. I oh, just, yeah. Produce is not my thing. I did a yeah. Walgreens on Saturday, I think it was, yeah. and they wanted—they only wanted two items. They wanted a case of Dasani bottled water, and they wanted a twelve-pound bag of dog food. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, so I got a shopping cart because I'm not going to carry that around. And I get back to the car, and I didn't really take a close look at the map screen when the order came in. Actually, I was using Driver's Utility Helper at the time, and you can—I don't know if you ever use that, but um, I have an iPhone, so I, I can't. Yeah. Uh, you got to get just go on Craigslist or ebay or something get yourself a cheap android you know and yeah. um i'm i'm actually going to be interviewing uh gary the the designer a uh, developer oh. of the, uh probably Little next t- week yeah oh fantastic that should be a good yeah one. i'm gonna be like why can't we get this on iphone but anyway so i did this walgreens order and i get back to the car swipe to start driving and i realize this person lives about not even half a block down the road from the Walgreens. Like I could have just walked it from the store to their house. I was like, wow, yeah. that is one of the shortest deliveries ever done. I don't know if this actually, person's super lazy or what, but I mean, it I wasn't mean, a, it wasn't yeah, a great had, neighborhood, but I had an order today for hmm. a hotel that was directly across the street from the restaurant. I've had them where they're right next door. And I'm like, Hey, if you want to be, Hey, you're paying for me to bring it up to you. So, Hey, mm-hmm. You know, to each their own. What's what, what's like the weirdest order you think you've ever done? 
Well, that was last week. I had that. I don't want to say it because I don't want to get you demonetized, possibly. But it, <laughs> it's that it's that thing that you get in a situation maybe the night before. You might have had too good of a night. And then the next day, you have some concerns. You want to prevent <laughs> something. So you pick it up. Uh, yeah, it, it's part of a plan. I'll just say yeah. that. So I had that last week and was like, whoa. And the dude was just, I was like, and it was a guy that I delivered it to. So I'm like, man, he must be about to try to, you know, encourage somebody to, to, to take that. But that was the weirdest thing that I've ever had. It was in the morning? It was in the afternoon. Oh, it was okay. in the afternoon. And, and I tucked it in between his door. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was 50 bucks. I was like, yikes. But uh, <laughs> And he was like, man, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, so, I mean, it's a small price to pay to not have a kid, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of people in the chat, right? Charlisa's here, Grub Warp, Smackin' Naz, hey 2007, guys. Kim Side Money Plans, Chris Barnes, <laughs> Wait. Kathy Garten. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't. I, I was surprised because I'm like, 11 p.m., everybody's in bed by now. Well, the West Coast yeah. is still up, so. Yeah. And I'm surprised. You're you're in Michigan, right? And But I you're am. East Coast or Central? No, yeah. Michigan is all East Coast, all Eastern time. Yep. I always thought you guys I thought that's where the line was was No, it's it's somewhere in Tennessee, like no, we're mm-hmm. we're a hundred percent eastern. Okay, uh, cool. Yep. Um I think like I think the one of the weirdest deliveries I ever did was I think it was it was like two o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon and this dude wanted like two bottles of cologne from Walgreens. It was like a hundred dollar order and it came in at like it came in at pretty nice. I believe it was like eight or nine dollars and like the mileage was only like two it was pretty short and i was like hell yeah, yeah i'll take that <laughs> and i make the delivery and then swipe to complete and it turned out to be uh no wait it was it stayed what it was because i remember it said big fat zero tip but Ooh. i was like all right well that was still worth it because it was like eight bucks for like 15 minutes of work yeah. From from the yeah, time I accepted it to the time I dropped off. It's the principle though. He w- he wanted to smell good. He didn't mm-hmm. want to give it himself, so he should have he should have tip tipped you. Just, still, I mean, you can pay a hundred bucks for cologne on a Tuesday afternoon. You can't throw me a couple bucks. A couple bucks, exactly. That's that's exactly my point. <laughs> I I I want to do a ride share or not a ride share. I want to do like a gig tube round table sometime. Basically, like what we're doing now, but like two or three other people in here. Yeah. And like we can just like discuss like one question, you know, and like the question would be, why is it you think people don't tip? Mm, that's that's a really slippery slope. Uh, <laughs> I honestly, let me see. I think that um, <sighs> that's tough, Chad. That's tough, man. Um, maybe they weren't taught to. That's mm-hmm. probably, I would think, the number one reason. The second reason would be they just don't care. Um, you know, that's it. I have a lady. There's a lady who I know. I've seen her order so many times. She orders from Meyer every day, every other day, and she never tips. I took it twice because the payout was worth it. But for principle, for me, I just, I said I would never take it again. So I think it's one of those two things. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. cultural thing. Um, yeah, it could be. And it's also, I think a lot of these people think that we're employees making an hourly wage. So, like, 
well, you know, they get tips from other customers, so, you yeah. know, why should I throw them a tip? Because, or they just think like, you know, they, the, I've heard this excuse a million times. It's like, well, you don't, when you go to a restaurant, you don't tip the waiter when you sit down, you tip after, you know, although even in that case, like post delivery tips are like super, super rare. Yes. Or cash of the door tips. Yeah. Well, I, I am on Uber Eats, and it is a completely different story. Like oh yeah, you finally got on with them. Finally got on there, and, and they have been nice to me ever since. <laughs> 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 they have been every twenty delivered. My first ten, keep up the good work. My next ten, you're halfway to forty. Just mm-hmm. nothing but encouraging. Blah blah blah. It's almost like they're. They're trying to lure me in to drop me on my head a little later, but you know, I'm not used to being treated this well <laughs> because DoorDash is not, that is not, it's so night and day is ridiculous. Yeah. Even the apps, the way like they look and the interface yeah. and everything is pretty different. Um, yeah. One thing I don't like about Uber Eats compared to DoorDash is like, if you're in the middle of an order and they try to throw you a, an add on, it'll tell you like the crossroads yeah. And they'll tell you the restaurant, but it doesn't. I want to see the map screen. Yeah. And I don't know why yeah. they can't do that. And like, it it can be done. Why aren't you guys doing that? Yeah. So that's, that's I've noticed that as well. It, mm-hmm. It'll focus on where I'm going and not telling me like the additional. So they mm-hmm. want me to accept it in that amount of time. So mm-hmm. I usually don't don't accept those unless I know where the restaurant is and where the drop off is because I do the same area every day. Mm-hmm. So. But outside of that, I have right now, Chad, very few complaints, like if any, about Uber. I know they're there, but I just I don't have any right now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What's your? You have your uh, DoorDash app in front of you. I wonder what your metrics or stats or ratings or whatever you want to call it are. Uh, wow, there's see. a there's a plus one dollar going in my zone right now. <laughs> I think there's a three, there's a three dollar in my. Why is there something going on right now? No, it's it's usually like that because it's a bunch of garbage that comes after nine. So, <laughs> uh, okay, acceptance, uh, customer rating five. Nice. Uh, acceptance rate nine, completion rate ninety-two, <laughs> one time, ninety-two, and lifetime deliveries fifty-three seventy-five. Wow, I'm at yeah. a four point nine four rating, twenty-seven percent acceptance rate, ninety-six percent completion rate. On time or early has been frozen at eighty-three percent for like two years. Wow. Has yours does yours go up and down or does it stay at whatever I do it is? not care to know, so I don't pay attention. <laughs> I'm at one thousand five hundred eleven lifetime deliveries and that's it'll be three years in October. Wow. Yeah, I, I see that the mark because you do what a lot of what's what's your bread and butter? Instacart, right? Yeah, Instacart and Amazon Flex, especially see, if, do they have Amazon Flex where you are? I they do. I they highly do. recommend it, it. Can't get in. Really? I, I can't get some, yeah. It's, on the waiting that's list? That's how it or? is here. Well, I don't even know if I'm on that. Like, I can't even get past the the app screen where you try to get in. They're like, oh, what, what zip code are you in? <laughs> okay, come back later. That's I what bet, it is. So. I bet you couldn't even ballpark how many apps are on my phone right now. Uh, 23. Uh, all right, well, that's way over. but Okay, because um, I said that because UDM says 30. that He has like 30, so I was like, well, Chad's uh, been doing this a while. St- right, there's 15 on here, but yeah. Uh, I also do, or I'm on the waiting list for Spark Delivery, so I don't know if that counts or not. But 
Yeah, Amazon Flex, Instacart. I just started doing this deliver that, and uh, which is catering. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I did, did a video about it last week, and it's I, I'm starting my day with a deliver that, and it's just it's if you know how to do DoorDash, you know how to do deliver that. It's just catering. I don't know if you've ever done the catering right. through uh, DoorDash. Yeah, I've done a few, but not any where I've had to lay out the food. So okay. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what deliver that is, and. They're all they all come in at like the same time cuz they're all like for offices for their lunch. So yeah. it's like you have to be at the restaurant usually like about 10:30 or 11 and then um you have to be at the the customer you know wherever and like within 30 minutes. So I mean, for me it's usually like an hour round trip from the time I start to the time I finish and they pay like between like 20 and 30 bucks for each job. So I mean, really? At worst you're going to make 20 bucks for an hour's worth of work and like the the first day I did it, there was two orders at the same time, and they're like for restaurants that are across the street from each other, and then the clients were like within a mile of each other. So I made like forty four bucks for like an hour's worth of work. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. trying to do that. Um, so like I'm starting every day. Like, well, I should clarify. Like, because I work Wednesday through Sunday, I always take Mondays and Tuesdays off. So like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm starting out doing a deliver that like, like I usually leave the house at 10:30 and I get to the restaurant at 11, and then okay. I'm usually done by 11:30. And then usually on Wednesdays and Thursdays I have uh, an Amazon Flex block out of Whole Foods, and I love these Whole Foods blocks because I usually make 30, 35 bucks an hour because the Whole Foods customers are really generous tippers. And then I try to slip in an Instacart, DoorDash, Grubhub, whatever in between when I have downtime. And, uh, and then Friday and then the weekends are usually just pretty much all Instacart and Grub Dash Eats, you know. Wow. Okay. What's your yeah, – do you have a, a – that's what I was going to ask. Do you have like a set schedule or are, is your week changing all the time? It. I would say it's about 85% set. That's why it was so hard to get on with you because uh, I started – before the pandemic came and I decided to keep my son home from school it was I would go out, I would do 11 to 2, I would go to the gym, I would go mm. back out about 4.30 to about 8 or 9. Uh, the weeks that he was with his mom, a little less when he was with me. But now it's my wife comes home, we you know pass the baton, and then I go out until. So I'm out, I got me a little vest that I wear, a giant spotlight that I flash in people's faces um, if need be. But <laughs> uh, So I'm out until... As, as much as I can. So, mm-hmm. and that was just with DoorDash. So now with Uber, uh, it's it's kind of much of the same. So, yeah. Have you tried uh, multi-apping, like running both at the same time, or are you just when one app is on, the other is off? Oh uh, well, I I kind of do both at the same time. But I what I'll do is if I get an Uber Eats, I will pause DoorDash. If I get a DoorDash, and I'm about to since Uber is always running. If I'm close to the drop-off or the DoorDash, I'll accept the Uber and do that. So, But mm-hmm. I guess you could say running at the same time, but I just DoorDash would just nonstop send me trash. So I, I, I just pause just because it'll be more declining than accepting at that point. Yeah. yeah. You can always – yeah, I don't know if it's better. Well, I guess now because – now DoorDash, if you like, if you let a, uh, if you just let an order pass without yes or no on it, or I think it's usually two in a row. They usually let you, let you have one for free. But if you do two, like if you flake out on two in a row, <laughs> they pause your dash for you. And now it used to be thirty-five minutes. I believe it's only like five or ten minutes now. 
Yeah. Have you is. got that update? I have not. I. It's funny because I use the beta app and I have not seen that yet. And it's everybody's complaining about no sub, subtotals now, but mm-hmm. it's been like that for me for about a month with no subtotal. So, yeah. But everybody else is just now seeing it. Yeah, the subtotals were nice because that's that you could tell when you're gonna get a hidden tip. Mm-hmm. But um, so something I was doing over the weekend, I was doing, I was using the the driver's utility helper app and. I set my minimum, like you can set it to, like if you want like a, like a minimum threshold, like I'm not going to take any order under $6 or $5 or $8 or whatever you want. Or or you can do a mileage, like I'm, it has to be a dollar per mile or two, like, or you can do both or whatever. So I have mine set to, it has to be $6 minimum and it has to be, I think a dollar per mile. And then, okay. and no more than eight miles. And actually, it, I missed out on a couple kind of baller ones that were like paying like 12, 15 bucks, but it was like pretty long distance driving. And um, forget. But so my point was um, like, I, if I stay at that $6, and actually, I missed out on a couple that are like 575 So I might, I might drop my threshold down to 575 Um, with uh, Para, the I remember th- when that first came out, you were like, "That was like Voldemort on your channel." You were like, "Do not say the name." Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm those, finding those I are good times. I, as much as I um, I support Para, like their mission and like no. what they're trying to do, is that if you if you have if you like set a metric and stick to it, like I'm only gonna take you know six dollars. I'm only gonna take you know, $2 a mile or I'm not something like that is that you don't really need para. It's nice. Be, or was nice when you knew the absolute. Now it's just a, a predictor. But so, yeah, I mean, do you have like, do you have, what's like your thresholds, like where you don't go under unless it's, it, it varies a lot because for instance, uh, right now there's a $3 peak. I will not take a $5 order for no reason. I mean, for zero reason. I don't care if it's 0.2 miles. I'm not taking a $5 order. That mm-hmm. means there's no tip. Or now it might be a dollar tip, and I'm sorry, but I'm not doing that. So it, it really depends on what's going on um, as to my – but it's typically about six or seven. Um, but like I said, to me, I'm real big on tipping, so it needs to be a tip in there. That's mm-hmm. – that's and, and now with the 275 the – they're not. They're just a wee bit harder to kind of gauge, but uh, even a dollar tip is like, come on, you know. So, yeah. yeah the, so I don't. I don't really do those either. But the para thing is kind of funny because um, the thing that I was so kind of hostile about is the fact that uh, people were trying to use two wrongs to make a right, and I just didn't. You know, that wasn't my thing. But also. The para guys have access to the customer's information, and that's like I just couldn't roll with that, man. So that that's that's what my issue was, and I know this because they told me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, I feel like people were just jumping on it. They saw dollar signs. They jumped on it, and when it didn't last that long, you know. So I know they were pulling affiliate programs from people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, you know, I, I support what they're trying to do too. I just think they should do it the right way. I made like – Fifteen dollars, no, oh, twenty-five dollars okay. on the affiliate. Yeah, and uh, Tanner Markley said he made like three or four grand. 
Well, he was the spokesperson for it. So yeah, yeah that would that would make sense. Basically, I, were, yeah. were they paying persons what a dollar? Um, uh, I think it was ten dollars for each person you recruit. Ten? Wait, no, because they were. Uh, what's Gig Lebowski said? They paid him a dollar. Okay, so all right, I'm, that means it's some. It's, it's it might be some difference there. They said he was getting. He said he was getting a buck, a dollar per uh, referral or affiliate. I'm pretty sure it was more than a dollar. Oh, well, that's what he said. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of old news now, but did you see that Grubhub? I don't know. You're not on with Grubhub, but it looks like not yet. Another thing with Para is that they had a beta test that they were gonna. If you use Grubhub, it was gonna show you the mileage because Grubhub, for whatever reason, they've been around for like since 2006 or something. Wow. Um. Well, but they didn't start doing like you know food delivery like with the smartphones and everything until like. 2015 or something but so what were they doing before that they were just like they said they digitized paper menus and it was basically i think like restaurants who were like too lazy to create a website they would just they would just kind of have grubhub do it for them wow you know okay and then like you could order like you i don't know but um yeah so para was gonna have grubhub distance on the offer screen and then i don't know if it's it, it's quite a coincidence if it is just a coincidence but i would assume that grubhub caught wind of this and was like yeah let's start showing these guys the the mileage which that's something that you really need as a gig driver you know so wait let me, let me get this straight you think that you think that they caught wind of that and actually did what drivers wanted gave drivers what they wanted because of what para might have been about to do yeah wow that's phenomenal that I mean, means that otherwise it's just a amazing coincidence yeah possibly huh okay mm. well yeah. i guess that's that's why there is is uh coveted as they are because <laughs> i i can't get in i've been trying to get in for like a year and a half and i oh, got yeah. from the waiting list to another list they were like you're off the waiting list okay so now I'm on some other list. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was on a waiting list for Grubhub for like two years. Try try applying with a different email address. That's what I did. Because it, it always cracks me up because they, they will email you your pay stub or whatever. And uh, it always go, it goes to an email that I almost never use. And I always forget about it. And then I'm like, oh, oh this email from Grubhub. I'm trying to get in with Ship too. I've been trying to get in with Ship since before COVID. And apparently I'm on a waiting list. And every time I call them or email them, I'm like, what's the status? Like, am I in or not? Like, if I'm not, just give me a no. But, you know, I guess I'm on a waiting list with Shipped. Well, I know they shipped for the longest, went to Meyer and Target. And mm-hmm. I think they have some additional stores now on their list. But it was only Meyer and Target. So ship people were, well, here in Michigan, I don't know what it was, other places. But mm-hmm. ship people, were, they would go in. They, they knew exactly where they were going. Boom, boom, boom. They're in and out. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was like the grub hub of grocery delivery when I was when yeah. I started. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Shipped is essentially the same as Instacart and now there's Corner Shop too, which Yeah. Um I love whenever a new uh, gig app starts because they they will throw tons of money at all their newbies just to like cause they're trying to, you know, get word of mouth going and like to build up a fleet of contractors. And you know, this is like this is how they all work. So like they just it's a lost leader for like years. We're just throwing way more money at their drivers than what they really should be. Remember, like when Instacart first started, people were making like 
minimum like 25 30 bucks a batch and like that's basically how a corner shop is for me now um wow. but i mean i can only get like one or two corner shops a day like even on sunday the busiest day of the week i only did two um because they're only for one chain win dixie which is like the uh you know the redheaded stepchild of of supermarkets around here you know i wonder if we have it in michigan i, I haven't even looked to see yeah, so that, they're in all the curious. major cities. So okay, yeah. Um, what city were you in again? I, I know you said I, it, but I just always forget. Yeah, I, I am in uh, a surrounding Detroit city. I'm gonna okay. leave that. I'm gonna leave that off the air because we got some Looney Tunes on this platform. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. speaking of which, didn't you have like a a stalker or something recently? Yeah, I got him. I got his channel terminated today. I'm sure he'll pop back up and. If he's there, I'll be there too. So, yeah, it's weird, man. You got all type of Looney Tunes on this platform, and that's why anybody out there, don't put your full name on this on the internet. Do not do that. Uh, stay as anonymous as possible, uh, and go from there. If you can create an alias, I mean seriously, because it mm -hmm. is some crazies on this platform. Yeah, um, I, I've had problems like that like years ago. Like when I was, my this channel was all about beer reviews and stuff. Like you could, you wouldn't believe like how people would like flip out and get enraged over people's opinion on beer. Like if I don't like the same beer you do, you know. Well, it's it's very similar, chat with the Detroit Lions. So if <laughs> I say so, I, my opinion is what I put out on my other channel, and people criticize it, and you know, so it it it, it follows me. And DoorDash Dad was a reprieve from that. And now it's become a nightmare over here. You know, I'm Mr. Mr. Toxic. I'm Mr. Negative. And I'm Mr. You know, this dude was taking my videos and making, putting it on his channel. So thankfully YouTube did something for a change. And oh, uh, he was gotta, just, he was just copying and pasting them. Yeah. He was just copying and pasting them. And um, yeah, he just is fascinated with me, like fixated. It's, that's one thing. That it's, just, it's very scary about being on the internet is mm -hmm. people know who you are. You have no idea who they are. So it could be some – I've had people pull up next to me at restaurants to pick up an order, and they're like, I watch your videos. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, man. You know, that's kind of like, yeah. wow, if he didn't like something I said, you know, that could have been it. <laughs> that, happened to so. me, that happened to me today. I was at a, a supermarket doing um, Instacart, and it's – one way pretty far away sorry my cat's too <laughs> um <laughs> and like i'm in the produce department and i just like it's you know it's pretty dead because it's you know like four o'clock in the middle of the day on a weekday and i just hear like somebody yell out chad and i turn around and there's like some you know kind of older woman like waving at me and i'm like i have no idea who that is i'm like i can't believe like somebody like in the middle of nowhere would recognize me because like i wasn't wearing my chad's chattagy economist t-shirt or anything i was just wearing a plain white golf shirt you know yeah um but uh and then i saw her later in like one of the other aisles and i was just like hello <laughs> she's like oh yeah we're in the uh the central florida instacart shoppers facebook group and i'm like oh okay i haven't i haven't actually haven't been in there in a long time i find the uh i do you monitor like facebook groups or reddit or any any of those I sites not. i do not yeah they're the local ones are good because you can kind of get like inside information up to a point but okay as is the rule with the internet is that 
you know, everybody tends to argue about everything, you know, because everybody has to be right. Everybody has Mm -hmm. to be right. You know, you can't be you can't have your opinion. You have to be everyone has to be right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Um, yeah, I mean, it's fun to. It is fun to like dunk on people that have like no idea what they're talking about, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's also fun to dunk on people who try to dunk on you for no reason. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I I should have asked you this like towards the beginning of the show. We're in you know a half hour now, but um, I just remember I'm trying to remember like how I came to know you like or know, was aware of your channel because it seemed like you kind of like blew up overnight. Because, like, like, you started doing – you said you started doing DoorDash full-time, you know, spring of 2019, well before COVID. Yep. And then when did you start doing DoorDash Dad on YouTube? I created about a year after that. It was January 20th or something like that of 2020. So that's when I – yeah, I was just like, DoorDash is really getting on my nerve. Uh, I'm sure they're trying to manipulate other people. And at this point, I had over 2,000 deliveries. I'm like – let me just put out whatever I'm mm. learning on the internet, and then that's what happened. Had you been watching other gig tubers at that point? I didn't even know what it, that it was a thing. I had no <laughs> idea. The only one, honestly, that I knew of was uh, the one that I shall not name. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ashy Larry. So that... That dude, and it was a, another person. Uh, her name is Indy Gold, and she was just she like made two or three DoorDash videos, and I found oh, yeah. her. She and, and that was, she was a one hit wonder. She was a one, yeah, but that's because she chose to be. But yeah, she she has more than uh, Ashley Larry. She has more views than mm. he does. So yeah. um, that was it. <laughs> and then and then I was making these uh, videos, and then the whole B Hunt situation happened. Mm-hmm. And that that was it after that. It was like, because I don't think at this point, I don't know who was like really dogging DoorDash. Like every video I made was just kicking them in the face. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still doing it, but this is what they're doing. I do it every day, but they're getting on my nerve. And then after that, and I think I grew like 2000 in December. And then from there, it's just been, mm-hmm. you know, kind of cool after that. You should you should change your channel name to... Uh... Black Valdestat. <laughs> you ever watch him? Who Valdestat? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's my that's my guy. I mean, I didn't I didn't agree with something he said the other day, but outside of that, Valdestat's my dude. Yeah, uh, yeah Valdestat. Yeah. You know, I, I I was talking about this in uh, uh, one of the gig news of the week shows we did a few weeks ago, and I was talking about like there's a spectrum of like. Black pilled and white pilled, you know the black pilled yeah. gig tubers, Valstat, pay to drive, um, some other people, Jen on the go, just who make very very negative or very very pessimistic and make kind of rage bait kind of videos, and then you have the white pilled people, like um, BK, your driver Mike, UDM, people who are like very very positive and like don't get into much criticizing. They're just trying to like help you or help the viewer. Yeah. make money yep. and then i kind of yeah. think i'm like in the middle there i always say i'm like gray pilled because i'm like yeah i'm like these jobs can be great but you know there's a downside to everything and i'm not gonna yeah. sugarcoat it you know but i don't think it's like i think like once you start getting like over in the black pilled spectrum 
is like is more of like a political or philosophical outlook, um, or even just like a personality type thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah. something I I notice on like with your channel is you get you know pretty big views on like anything you put out, and a lot of your videos like you don't even like do thumbnails, and <laughs> you don't like you don't get into rage bait or clickbait. Yeah, I I can't because. That's not how okay. So as far this is what I said. I said like I didn't I have a second channel, so that was my main, you know, that's my main. I thought you had like five channels. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I have five or six. But one of them is is a joint channel. So Mm -hmm. I um I just was like, I'm making videos. Just if I have a just this is my day, I'm making a video about it, blah, blah, blah. And so uh then that turned into well, I said, okay, when I get to a hundred, I'll start putting more effort into my videos. And then here it is. I said, okay, when I get to a thousand, I'll start putting more effort. And mm-hmm. and now it's I don't put a description in. I don't do none of that stuff. I don't make the I, I make the little YouTube thumbnail creator. That's what I use. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep it as raw as possible. <laughs> that's just that's my channel. So, you know, I never thought I would be this big. And I mean, I you you said a lister. I'm like, dude, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not an a lister. You know what I mean? Like. But I uh, never thought I would be this big talking among the about gig to among the gig tube community. I think yeah, you're an A-lister. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like no. if you can put out something that like you don't like, you're just filming on your GoPro on the dash of your car, <laughs> and like you don't even bother with Nobody a thumbnail. Nobody watches my other stuff. And, Nobody and you get, watches. And you get yeah. a thousand views. Like uh, that's that's pretty A-list. Well, I think I think what it is is you know like okay, if you have an S-lister, that would be nugs. Nugs is an S-lister because he is – he can drop whatever, and it's just – you know yeah. what I mean? But for me, it's just I am an old man who's telling people like it is whether they want to hear it or not. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's how it is. And then, and then, you know, we got other people who came along that are opposite of me. So I think everybody needs that kind of yin to yang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> – what 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 do you think is your most controversial opinion or whatever about DoorDash or gig work in general? Tips. Tips are it is a hot, is a hot topic. It's a very hot topic. It um, you talk about it and it'll start a war. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's that's it. Do you get a lot of any feedback from customers watching your videos? A, a few, yeah, not a lot. Yeah. Well, I hope they've learned their lesson that you should tip your driver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's only proper etiquette. Yeah, you know, like to me, that's that's just the way. It's it's, it's to me disgraceful if you don't tip. It's like a kick in the face. I mean, I was taught my thing was even if like let's say you go to a restaurant and this person service is horrific. It's just bad. They don't deserve a tip, mm-hmm. but. You never know. They could have been having a – I think it falls on us to kind of set the example. So I'm not saying, like, if, if that necessarily they even deserved it. But, you know, if I go and I have even horrendous service, I'm going to be like – I'm going to still tip that person and hoping that that will maybe change them down the line and be like, wow, I was really crappy to these guys, and he still left me a tip. You know, maybe that will change the way they, they take on the next person or when they're having a really bad day. Mm-hmm. Instead of taking it out on a customer, they're like, remember, you know, he didn't take it out on me, so I'm not going to take it out on my customers. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know now if it's going to be 25 percent it's not, it's not gonna be that but i'll give yeah. you something and yeah. and you know that's just so for me it's just disrespectful it's disgraceful it's it's that's just how i am man i was raised like that and that's why i'm so it's so contrary because i don't hold back on it i tell people you know the truth and they don't want to hear it so have you ever um used doordash as a customer and like what's your experience been my wife my wife uses it. i don't i don't use it but she uses it send me screenshots or whatever <laughs> um i i really don't know i know that some people it's weird because they can kind of track where you are like exactly but mm-hmm. I don't know if you can actually do that. Somebody, somebody called me. It was like, why are you on Nine Mile and, and Telegraph with my – I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not on Nine Mile. I'm actually on Ten Mile. But anyway. <laughs> so so uh, I think that's weird. But, I mean, she uses it and she tells me about it. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I have the uh, the Dash Pass annual subscription. It's, it's like the same thing as like Amazon Prime. Like actually I have it. I get these annual subscriptions. I have it with DoorDash, Instacart, and Walmart delivery, and I I re- I hardly ever use Instacart or Walmart as a customer. Yeah. I usually order. I try to order DoorDash maybe like once every ten days, so maybe like two or three times a month. You know, you, like you pay like a hundred bucks, and so it's like when you order something, zero delivery fee, and then like they they slice that service fee in half or more. Okay. You know, so it it makes the the prices like way more reasonable. So uh, I used to you only tip $3. Now I usually tip at least $4. It also depends, you know, what store it is, how far away. And I also, yeah. I, I'll check the driver app to see if there's a, a plus dollar or plus $2 oh. promo going. Like, <laughs> plus $3, well, I'm only going to tip them a dollar. No, I, I mean, I wouldn't do that, but. I was about to say. <laughs> I, I, I know that, and this, this kind of pisses me off, like, as a DoorDash customer, is that if DoorDash is hiding tips and, like, I'm giving them, you know, a pretty hefty tip is yeah. that they might not see the whole thing. So it's like, I know that I'm like actually competing with other customers for the driver's attention, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm on the east side of town and there isn't, well, it's not, I was going to, there are restaurants over here, but like, this is like the more f- chain restaurant side of town. And like, mm-hmm. in, if you go a few miles in any direction from where I live, it's like pretty low income, bad neighborhood i wouldn't say it's like dangerous it's just low income you yeah. know and like on the west side of town is the all the brand new stuff all the high-end chain restaurants all your steakhouses um stuff like that yeah. the yeah. brand new condo high-rises where all the professionals live and all that so yeah, i like i always I try go. to get yeah yeah in fact yeah. did you know sorry to sound like cliff clavin here but uh i, I saw this video on uh i think it was like real life lore or half as interesting one of those channels and they said in america on average the east side of cities are lower income than the west side of cities because of the jet stream tends to blow the air from the west to the east so they put all the factories and all that stuff on the east side of town because that way the 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 wind keeps blowing all the fumes and all that stuff you know to the east so if you live on the west you're upwind from the industrial part of town. Wow. Yeah. It's not 100% true all the time, but it's just in general. I could see that. I could see that because the east side of Detroit is, <laughs> that's the more, you know, that the that's the worst side. Yeah. You know? There's no yeah. factories here, but like two miles down the road from me is an airport. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. I can see that. There's a very fine line between, a matter of fact, we have a street named Woodward that Mm. separates east from west. And then it's sad because you can go far east where it's like really, really bad Detroit. And then across the street is a Mm. brand new city that's high class, upper class. It's insane. Really is. Yeah. So I've always been a West Sider. So I think that's Mm. probably that's why people think I don't live in Detroit. (laughs) <laughs> you like, oh, you don't live in Detroit. What are you talking about? You know, because I, I guess I'm not from the east side. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw the chat. Ty Dillinger said, Chad, come on, stop being cheap on the tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you could do a wee bit better. Like, now mm-hmm. that I'm in this line of work, like, I tip my Instacart lady 25 bucks. She had, like, nine items. I gave her $25. Wow. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, because I know. I know what it's like to be on that other side. Like yesterday, I, I got a. I've been doing. I have like thirty Uber deliveries, and this this person, I go to the restaurant and they bring out the food, and it's four bags and like a jug of lemonade. And she was like, "Yeah, it's like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of food." I was like, "Well, all right." So I take it and drop it off, and you know, Uber takes a while to kick in, and they tip me forty dollars. So I was like, "Okay," my highest DoorDash payout it was sixty six. And that was two years ago in 2019. So for, for one for delivery, to, for one delivery, had some about $275 worth of PF chain on Memorial Day uh-huh. 2019. It's never been that big. The, the second highest was maybe 49 during COVID. So for me to be 30 deliveries in and get a $40 tip, I was like, mm-hmm. I can do this. I was thinking about burning all this gear. Whoosh. Just lighting it right on fire <laughs> because DoorDash is not it, not it. Speaking speaking of that gear, I, I know you've explained this on some other videos, but a lot of yeah. people wonder like, do you really wear DoorDash apparel all the time when you're dashing, or and if so, why? Okay, so yes, initially, recently, no. I have casual Saturdays uh-huh. <laughs> where I don't wear uh, DoorDash the DoorDash shirt. Um, simply because I don't know. I just don't feel like it sometimes. So I just, you know, or some will be dirty because I have three shirts that I wash on. Yes, I do wash my shirts mm-hmm. on a consistent. That's why the collar is turned up like this because it's getting <laughs> fried in the dryer. But I wear them to set myself apart from 98% of the dashers that I see. And in, in addition to that, I feel like it also, because it sets me apart, it also protects me a lot of the times as well. Uh, I've walked up to a person's house, and I had the DoorDash bag. <clears throat> Lady comes to the door. A neighbor across the street starts to walk over, and she's like, I didn't order this food. I'm like, Here, here's the address. More neighbors show up, and here comes her son running down saying, I ordered it. And hmm. she's like, man, why didn't you tell me? You know, So I'm looking like this as opposed to another way I could look. And uh, so, but the main reason I do it, do it, number one, is to uh, set myself apart from everyone else or mo- the majority of people. And the second thing is safety. So that's mm-hmm. why I do it. it it's, and, and the third thing, why would I wear my own clothes and burn through those when mm-hmm. I dash five, six days a week? So I'm not about to wear my good stuff out there and I don't mm-hmm. want to be looking like a bum or somebody who doesn't care about the way they look. So I wear this. Now I want my own stuff, but I haven't thought of a cool name for any merchandise yet so what about what, when you're doing an uber east delivery are you just covering up the the nope. logo the whole time nope. <laughs> nope. you know what i care more about is the bag 
I care more. And people don't even care about what I have on. Or maybe they do, because mm -hmm. I swear I've been tipped more because I, of how I look. I, mm -hmm. I know it might sound a little questionable, but I think that yeah. I had a lady. I had a lady who, when I pulled up, and she saw that it, her food was actually in a bag, and I was dressed in, you know, khaki shorts and this shirt. She reached in her pocket. She had already tipped me on the app, and she gave me more money. So yeah, I yeah, I, I, I agree because yeah, I, I noticed that. Like I always try to bring the hot bag from the car to the door. Yeah, it it kind of depends on the situation, but I think so many orders now are just leave it at the door. So it's like there isn't a whole lot of point in bringing it all the way to the door unless it's like you know it's a catering order or just a big big order like i don't know if you have catering bags but i have three catering bags now plus the doordash bag the grubhub bag a pizza bag and then all those the walmart uh the walmart bags i use for instacart and um you know i saw always before covid like it was the opposite like 90 percent of the deliveries were you know face to face Mm -hmm. And now it's like 90% of them are just leave at the door. And in fact, the only time I ever really interact with a customer is if they bought alcohol and you have to scan their license. Yeah. And uh, I would always try to make a, an effort of bringing the hot bag to the door so the customers can see it. And, yep. you know, I have this theory. I, I've said this on Facebook and I don't think I've ever said, I've never made a video about it, but I should one of these days. I might've, I might've made a post about it or something, but I always said, you know, who the real MVPs are, you know, like the, what's the Kevin Durant, um, meme or whatever, you know, you the yeah. real MVP, the yeah. real MVPs are the fucking turds who, you know, do DoorDash in their underwear or pajamas or look like they're oh, just on yeah. their way home from a pickup basketball game. You know, yeah. the people that do the, absolute no effort you know other than to just you know go to the store bring it to the customer's house don't mess with the customer nothing yeah. um because they're so bad and like there's so many of them is that that's what customers are used to which yep. another theory of probably why customers don't tip is because they're they're like you know most of those doordash drivers are fucking turds why would i tip them you know um yeah all so to just be like moderately better and yeah. will already put you in a position to get you know a, a fairly decent tip or you yeah. know at least a five-star rating yeah. and then like what you and i do like with the you know like you're you got the f professional gear and you're bringing yeah. the hot bag all the way to the door yeah um like that makes you look so much better in comparison you know that's why i do it that's exactly yeah. and then and then i you know like i said i'm, I'm a black man who dashes in a uh, Caucasian area and a lot of these places have no and I know it's it's dark so that's where my vest comes in but mm -hmm. like I said it's daylight and I'm on the porch and these guys are I'm, I got neighbors walking around because this lady's like why are you on my porch and I'm standing <laughs> here I, I'm like this I don't know why I'm on your porch I, somebody ordered food <laughs> so at this point I'm thinking uh oh this could be bad you know what I mean and yeah. then he comes running down the stairs and but I, I agree with you 100%. And, and when I get my own stuff made, I'll wear that. And mm -hmm. it'll be, it won't be brand specific like DoorDash this or Uber that or whatever. So Are you going to get like a, a cartoon logo like me and then put that on a shirt? That, that's actually <laughs> phenomenal, man. That That's actually pretty good. That's actually pretty good. I haven't decided yet what I want, but it definitely – one day I'm, I'll still rock DoorDash Dad on the internet, but I will – Burn, mm. I, when I get when I finally get my own stuff, I'll like live burn this stuff. I'll do a live, <laughs> put it in my little fire pit and burn it. 
I don't know if I've ever asked you this in the comments of, of one of your videos, but I, do you ever worry about, because you co go by DoorDash, Dad, um, do you ever worry about getting in IP trouble with DoorDash? Nope. Nope. Because if, you know, it, I figure if they come after me, they have to come after Bentley and everybody else. So, yeah. yeah. Or the the person that shall not be named that I just named. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, they, they um, I, I have not ever. I think he's safe. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. <laughs> he probably is. So I have never worried about that, but I heard mm -hmm. it. It could be a thing, but you know, yeah. Whatever. Uh, I would. I know uh, Blake Moore. He used to do. I don't know if he still does it, but like he would do a show just like this, and he would call it the DoorDash podcast. And I was like, oh, dude, don't call it that because it makes it sound like it's the official podcast of DoorDash. You know, call it the Blake Moore podcast, or you know. Because he can talk about more than just DoorDash, you know. Yeah, that's what that's what this show is about. It's, we're not just talking about one gig company. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw the chat. Kim's Kim said that drives me crazy. I assume oh, she's talking people. about pe yeah people who dash in their sweats or pajamas or whatever. Yeah, I I can't stand that. I've seen girls with little to no clothes on. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I, yeah. I've seen it all. <laughs> there's a there's a you know i'm in florida obviously there's a large uh immigrant population here you know puerto rican mexican you know the entire central and south america a lot of brazilians mm -hmm. and uh you know like every stereotype about the brazilians is true is like they're they're pretty hot people you know i've i've had a lot of um instacart shoppers and DoorDash and Uber drivers, delivery drivers, you know, they show up in very skimpy outfits. They basically look like, you know, kind of a high-end prostitute or something. And they don't speak English or they don't speak it very well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Brazilians, they speak Portuguese, not Espanol. But do um, you speak any other language besides English? I, I don't. Yeah. I just speak hood. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. There's probably not a lot. Of, like, the Brazilians aren't going to Detroit. They're like, yeah, it's... They they like it where it's like ninety degrees year round. Yeah, it's mm. it's definitely not that here. It'll literally be ninety, and then the next day be like fifty. So yeah, yeah. You ever think about yeah. moving south? I do, but my wife's parents are here. My mm. my I can't I can't move anywhere without the court's permission outside mm. of one hundred and fifty miles. Uh, uh, until yeah, until my son is of legal age, due to the joint custody. So how old is he? He is 11. He'll be 12 in January. So that okay. is the yep. The court order keeps me and his mom, and it's it is a 150 mile radius. So she could move to the border of that. Mm -hmm. I could move to the other border. You know, I could right. be the same. So maybe when he turns 18, we'll you know revisit it then. But yeah, nope. This is my home until then. Sometimes because I'm originally from upstate New York, which I've said a million times, but um, I moved to Florida six years ago, and sometimes I think about moving like halfway back. Like maybe maybe Tennessee. I've heard a lot of good things about Tennessee lately because I know they don't have state income tax there. And actually, that was one of the reasons I moved to Florida. There's no state income tax here either. And uh, Tennessee, and I lived in Virginia for five years when I was in the Navy. Like that, the mid-Atlantic area right there. It's a nice mix of, you still get your winter, but it's not your brutal, brutal winter. Like it snows like maybe once a season, if that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Man, that cat sounds like a kid. It's yeah. funny because I, I was like, I, wait a minute, is, are those, is that a child? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah it, it, like, it sounds like a kid, man. Yeah, I have two of them, yeah. Leo and Logan, and they just love to play. I got my uh, K2 
cat repellent right here. Look, all I had to do was just pull the bottle up, and he sees it, and he starts. Now he's a. Uh, what is it? Water? Yeah, it's just water. <laughs> oh yeah, they don't like water, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm allergic to them, so you know. Oh really? Yeah. Kim said, "New Jersey in the house." Um, man, I had a bunch of, um, you want me to ask you some crazy questions or you want to? Well, I mean, we're, we've been on for an hour, so I don't know how long this goes. So oh, yeah, it, it just goes until, you know, we get <laughs> sick of each other. All right. Here's like this. I'll ask you a crazy question. It has nothing to do with gig worker or DoorDash okay. or anything. Okay. All right. So would you ra rather be punched in the face so hard like you lose a bunch of teeth and you get a nice hefty settlement from the person that punched you or would you rather be shot in the foot and they have to amputate your foot but they give you an experimental bionic foot with like that gives you like superpowers okay are, are we talking about specific superpowers or um just I'm just going to use a vague term of like superpowers or just or not even superpowers, but just powers or it gives you an advantage or something. Okay. How much is the settlement? <laughs> um, really, really nice. Like at least six figures, maybe seven. Uh, um, I'm probably, I don't know. I'm, so you take, if you get the superpowers, you just get a bionic leg. You don't get yeah. any compensation like mon right. monetary compensation yeah you just were in the wrong place at the wrong time but but you get paid yeah they, they bring you to the hospital and they're like well we got this uh, we got we're doing an experimental program here it won't cost you anything but we can instead of giving you just a plastic <laughs> you know fake foot we'll give you this okay. bionic foot i am going because i don't know what the superpowers are i gotta <laughs> take it and punch in the face because okay. at least i know what i can do with my money i can buy me some fake teeth Mm -hmm. But outside of that, I, I need to know what my powers are. <laughs> here's here's a philosoph. Well, it's not a well. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, no. <laughs> but why not? It's meat Be between two slices of bread with condiments. I mean, that can apply True. to a hamburger, because a roast beef sandwich. Okay, but it's I just. Think Go ahead. When I think of a sandwich, I'm thinking of layers of things like mm -hmm. uh, meat, thinner layers of meat, lettuce, tomato. I'm thinking of that type of thing. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So what about that's grilled cheese? That's just two ingredients, cheese and bread. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah, maybe maybe because it looks like a, a toe or something. I, I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know why. <laughs> Do you. All right. Back to the serious or less serious or slightly more serious questions here okay um do you ever pack a lunch when you uh drive or do you like you schedule yourself so you always eat before you leave or as soon as you get home so i have never which is weird because i i don't eat a lot in the car or mm -hmm. when i'm out i am a drinker i love i when I'm in the car, like people have to smoke and do something or mm -hmm. whatever, I have to drink. So I'm always with a drink. So, nope, I will do that and then I'll come home starving, eat a salad mm -hmm. or something. So I'll eat before I go. But the car to me equals drink. Just 
Water or energy drink? Water. Uh, I, I I drink the new the Rock's new energy drink, although I'm technically not supposed to be doing <laughs> that. Uh, diet pop, tea, whatever whatever it is, but I'm always drinking something. Yeah. So uh, I can yeah. tell you're from the Midwest because you said pop. I say pop. Yeah, nobody yeah. says soda. <laughs> <laughs> nobody in Michigan says soda. And if we do, it's soda pop. It's mm-hmm. definitely not just soda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know you you. You, uh, you you said you work out. I've seen pictures of you or videos of you, uh, like at the gym. Yeah. Um, like, what's your uh, fitness routine like? Uh, I wish I had one. It's mm-hmm. um, it would be like the gym five days a week. Mm-hmm. But when you have kids and all that stuff, and you know, it's tough to be consistent, especially with COVID displacing him out of school. Uh, but it would be uh, five days a week. But I'm trying to possibly, maybe in six months, invest in a home gym. Uh, so. That's that's what I was about to ask. Yeah, I mean, cause I have my little apartment here, and actually, if you can get the the Bowtech Selectech dumbbells, because then like you have all these different dumbbells just in one rack, and you just dial the weight to whatever yeah. you want. It's a huge I've space done, saver. I've done research on those, and mm-hmm. I would probably not get those unless Bowflex gave them to me but i I'm, I'm doing a lot of research on the uh home gym revolution as well mm-hmm. that thing is three grand though that's the problem but that i need that in my house right now because mm-hmm. the first thing to go is the gym that's the first thing because i have to stop i have to make sure my son's good go to the gym wait on a bench blah blah blah. i love it but mm-hmm. it's very difficult to make time especially now with him you know if he was like 15 it would be different but he's not so i'm um, Trying to get the revolution, hopefully by the end of the football season. Did you, uh, or do you go to Planet Fitness? Or, or no, local because gym? Planet Planet Fitness is is um, they're not high enough for me. So their dumbbell stop at sixty. Mm-hmm. You can't make any noise at the gym. <laughs> they don't have enough. <clears throat> uh, yeah, you can. That'll get you kicked out. The lunk alarm will go off real quick. So I used to go to Planet Fitness, but. Once you get past 60-pound dumbbells, it's time to move on. So now I go to yeah. L.A. Fitness, oh. which is a and, and Edge Fitness, which is a local. Like, they just started not too long ago. There's actually – there's an L.A. Fitness, like, a mile down the road from me. And, like, they were yeah. had, like – they were sending, like, these free coupons, like, you know, you know, free – like, a free weekend or whatever. And, like, I would try it. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, like, the chain or just this particular location. But they keep it, like, 80 degrees in there. And I was trying to run on the treadmill, and it's like 80 degrees, and I'm trying to run. I'm like, I might as well just run outside. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's no, one of the reasons that I, that I think about moving not all the way back north, but northward is just because yeah. um, I live in New York. I uh, I used to run all the time. I ran a couple of marathons, actually. And then as soon as I moved to Florida, like you can only run between like Christmas and the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. <laughs> after the Super Bowl, it's too hot to run. It's too hot to run. Wow. Yeah. And that's February. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Or and it's not even so much the heat. It's just the humidity. Unless unless you're willing to get up at like five in the morning and run before the sun comes up, you know. Okay. Yeah. That, that's kind of why I have to stay. Can't go down south too. I have mm-hmm. asthma and humidity is the worst. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I quit my I quit my Planet Fitness membership um, like a year ago when mm-hmm. like they, they were closed for a while and they reopened and then they... They had like these this ridiculous max policy of you had to wear your mask when you came in, and then when you got to your machine you could take it off. And then, but if you're if you walked from the machine to the locker room and back, 
you had to put your mask back on. And so, right. like, and I would see people on the treadmill next to me, you know, hauling ass, wearing a mask. I'm like, why are you wearing a mask while you're working out? <laughs> so retarded. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have kept mine on, and my son is not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe at 12 we'll, we'll visit that. But I have been wearing mine since the first mandate. We'll mm-hmm. probably finish the year with it and maybe go into next year with it. It's, it's become habit, so it's not even a big deal, really. Did- did you ever catch COVID? I never did. Yeah, I haven't either. And no. I, it's kind of funny and ironic because it's like you and I were both out in the public all day and we're interacting yeah. with people. And like I almost never wear a mask unless I'm delivering to like a doctor's office or a hospital or something because mm-hmm. like they're they're been optional in Florida for a long time. And I would still say it's funny because like when the DeSantis – uh, got rid of all the mask states, mask mandates statewide. Like overnight, it went from like fifty percent to like ten percent of people wearing masks. And then when the Delta variant came out, now it's back up. I'd say it's probably about two thirds, three quarters of people in stores are wearing masks now, even though okay. you don't have to. People yeah. are like, "Oh, such germaphobes." <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more the type that y- you just. Like at the gym that I went to, if you've been fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear it. But I can't really trust if that is happening because mm-hmm. I just found out that one of the NFL stadiums is going to require for home games proof of vaccination to get in the stadium. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's kind of where I wear why I wear mine is because I can't I don't trust people like what are you doing? Like, did you really get vaccinated? You could have you could have it. I mean, I don't know. But I just right now, Chad, is more of habit than anything else. I've been doing mm-hmm. it for what? We've been doing it, what, 15, 16 months now, or 18 almost. So I've been doing it that long, and it seems mm-hmm. like it's just part of life now. So, But I will go for probably the rest of this year, early next year. And then once my, my child gets vaccinized, we'll go from there. I'll maybe revisit it. Cool. I know something I, I should ask you at the beginning of the show is, I mean, I, I know you've talked about it before, but what are your other YouTube channels? I know you have one, like a football. Yeah. What, it's a Lions just dedicated to Lions, or is it fantasy, fantasy football? Or well, That's kind of a unique question. So I started with the Lions. Then I started streaming uh, watch parties of games mm-hmm. of all the teams, of whatever games were on primetime TV or local TV. So I make Detroit Lions videos, but I stream four football games a week, including the Detroit Lions. So I do Sunday night. Monday night, Thursday night. So, like, tomorrow night I'll be on doing the preseason game of whatever two teams are playing. And then uh, the other channel is I kind of just started, like, a Bowflex weight loss journey channel. And then another mm-hmm. one is obviously DoorDash Dad. And then it's another one where I join with four different fellas where we talk all sports and make videos on all different teams and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So those are the four. And then the other one was just me kind of experimenting with something. This is before – shorts kind of became a thing on youtube mm-hmm. where now youtube is trying to promote shorts more than they were before so yeah. i'm probably going to sh- scrap that channel and um yeah so that's that's about four i think yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, oh yeah it was called doordash dad shorts right yeah yeah I mean, you can just was, put it, them on this channel you, yeah yeah that's that's what i was thinking the gridiron blitz <laughs> yeah yeah um oh, i just had a question a lot chad do you want me to drop the link to 
Well, I know, I know his channel is called Gridiron Blitz. I can look it up. Yeah. Did, yeah oh, cool. did you ever play sports in high school or college? No. No, I did break my femur playing football at like in the backyard at 14. But uh-huh. yeah, never got into it. I, I love the games, but I just never did it. Did it on a you know, professional yeah. or sports level or whatever. I'm kind of like that too. I've just always been, you know, on the sideline. Um, never been particularly athletic. Um, when I was, I thought one thing I miss is when I was a kid. I was in uh, Boy Scouts in yeah. middle school and high school, and we had a we, you know, we meet at a in a Catholic church, uh, cafegymatorium. You know, it's a cafeteria, gym, and auditorium and all in one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, like, we, I I didn't even really so much care about going to Boy Scouts and like being in the meeting. I just wanted to hang out with my friends, and we we would play a game before and after the meeting. It's called Killer Basketball. And it was a combination of basketball and football. And so it was basketball, but you didn't have to dribble, but you could tackle the person who had the ball Wow! on the hardwood floor. I mean, when you're a kid, you don't really get hurt, but yeah. that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We should have a reunion and uh, yeah, see how long we last ha- playing. Yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> playing tackle basketball. Yeah. No yeah. such thing as a foul, you know. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. So you never played. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, any uh, any big plans coming up for your channel? For well, for DoorDash Dad, obviously. Oh, uh, man, I don't, I don't know. I've I've I'd, I've thought about like just kind of mm. scrapping it or just taking kind of a backseat. Um, it just you know, it, it can kind of wear on you after a while, so. You're so close to ten thousand subs. You're at nine thousand four hundred seventy something. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm snelling along. I'm snelling along, but I'm grateful for those because it's people that have been doing this longer than me that have way less than me. So I don't think I'm anything special. I just happen to have DoorDash in my name at the time that B Hunt decided to liberate <laughs> us Dashers, and that's that's just what happened after that. So have you uh, ever- maybe some some Uber Eats, you know, mm-hmm. stuff. The more I get familiar with that, but yeah. Have you uh? followed up with her because like that was almost a year ago i wonder what she's up to yeah i i don't know i know udm did an interview with her but i, I it's funny because i've been thinking about her lately mm. like i wonder what she's up to because she is the reason that i was found uh I'll, if if that wouldn't have happened then i probably mm. would maybe maybe be at a thousand maybe 1500 somewhere around there she really mm. that whole situation just shot me up oh yeah um you and udm used to do a show the yeah. Gig Econ brothers, and then you took a long hiatus, and I saw him do a trailer or something. He said you guys are bringing it back pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he and and he moved, and I was super busy, and um, so we just we couldn't really get together. But yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully we can bring it back and do a couple more episodes. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we've been going a while. So if you guys in the in the chat. You know, want to ask any questions? Let me know now before we wrap it up. Oh yeah, another. Uh, sometimes gonna ask. I know there's two other gig tubers in Michigan. There's a journey with T. I don't know what city she's in. Yeah. Um. Have you ever uh, talked to her? Or that'd be cool. If, like you guys met up in person and like did like a challenge. Like who could make the most money in one day? You know, if you're doing the same city on the same day at the same time, that'd be interesting. Yeah, well, I uh, 
invited her to my area one time, but we never kind of crossed paths. So, oh. no. Yep. I don't know how far you are from uh, Grand Rapids, but uh, there's a, a podcast, uh, Jason Teary, the, the Gig Economy podcast. I was on a show about a month ago, and I, I interviewed him on my show. Um, yeah, he's out of Grand Rapids. So um, I think I'm four hours from Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty yeah, far. Yeah, somewhere around there. I think it's somewhere between two and a half to four because they're past, I think it's past Lansing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but it's it's a ways. It's definitely a couple hours. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I thought it was a quick commute for you. But I didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's hard to get, unless you live in a state, it's like really hard to get a gauge of like how big it is. Like, yeah. Even most people have no idea. Like Florida is actually huge. Like if you were, it's giant. Yeah, yeah, if you were gonna drive from like Tallahassee to Key West, it'd be like a ten-hour drive or something like that. Yeah, well, or it's, like it's Grand Rapids is mostly one shot. It's like one couple of connecting freeways, and then you're gone. You're just on it forever. You pass mm-hmm. Battle Creek, Kalamazoo, all these other, and then you get to Grand Rapids. I think it's after Lansing, but it's quite mm-hmm. a ways. Yeah, and you're you're right. Michigan born and raised, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's like I said, I'm from upstate New York, and it's like where you are and where I am, like at the same latitude and like this equidistance from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're fairly fairly close to Toronto, and like I'm was fairly close to Montreal. Have you visited Canada at all? Oh yeah, pre-COVID, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I used to go all the time <laughs> when I was uh, like before I got married. But mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't been so much recently. But yeah, just. Uh, what is it? Maybe about a twenty-mile drive to get to the border, and then mm. you go through all that, and you're over there, Windsor, and you know, having a good time in Canada. Mm. You ever yeah. been to the Hockey Hall of Fame? I have not. No. I despise hockey, so uh, just not. You're I rather out. play. I rather play golf <laughs> uh, in the dark than, than <laughs> do anything with hockey. I can't stand hockey. It's just super boring to me. Uh, hockey is the most exciting me. game. There's like no downtime. Compare, especially compared to football, like you show foreigners football and they find it very tedious because yeah. it's like there's a play that lasts like five, ten seconds and then 60 seconds to reset, you know? Yeah. So, well, you know what? Let me, uh, Kim, she said, don't leave your channel. People look forward to your content. Yeah. That, you know what, Kim? It, it's funny because the reason that I, one of the reasons that I just start, you know, kind of scaling back on it is because first it's it's the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. DoorDash doesn't care. They don't care to change anything. And I just was like, okay, well, like I don't really do ride-alongs because nobody watches them. So my videos of me in my car mm-hmm. doing whatever to the camera get way more videos, way more views and stuff. And I don't want to do something people don't want to watch. But at the mm-hmm. same time, the, the community, it just it seemed like it was – it was like it, don't get me wrong. It's awesome like other creators. But when the whole Bentley thing happened, it just wore me out. I just it wore me out like I'm I was just ready to kind of get away from all of the drama because that's what it seems like this platform is about it's just somebody's going to find you and want to bring you into their mess so and then the DoorDash dude I just was like why am I putting myself through this so that's kind of why the the content has scaled back and um you know, I just and, and football is coming back as well, and it's very difficult to c- try to juggle two or three channels. So that's kind of what it is with that. Mm. Sometimes it's just not worth it. You just like, I don't want to, you know, I got a dude whose sole purpose is to 
repost my videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, why am I doing this again? So Were they getting any views or were you just getting like a handful of views? No, he was getting a handful. He was mm -hmm. getting a handful, but he was just taking my content, plastering it back up on his channel and then wouldn't even show his face or, you know, I think is if you have something to say, and I think that's people staying with me is I, if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. That's what the parrot thing was about. I'm just yelling at the camera, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I could have done that differently, but mm -hmm. I was just, I'm, I'm going to say what needs to be said, whether you like it or not. And I think this platform is all about people who have a lot to say behind the camera, but nobody wants to get in front and do what you and I are doing. So yeah, it's just, it's just it wears you out. Yeah. Yeah, so. And you gotta have to be brave to uh, put yourself out there too, you know. Yeah. Like, lot these kids, like they don't, they see like you know mega huge stars on YouTube and even TikTok and all that stuff, and they just think it's so easy, like it's all positive, you know. But you don't, you don't see the uh, the trolls and just dickholes and all that stuff you have to deal with. Or, I mean, you could just never basis. read the comments, but. <laughs> yeah, but it goes beyond that, Chad. You got this guy. This same guy was emailing me every. He was in the comment section. Then he started emailing me every day. And because he couldn't get my attention that way, he created a channel. Then mm -hmm. came into my comment section and 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 I mean and on top of that, I have the the football channel and I get it over there too. It just it it wears you out. And the Bentley thing kind of wore me out because I don't know what his problem is or was or. He, I know he said that I was negative, and I'm like, okay, like, so what? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not picking on you because you got new teeth or whatever the situation is. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like, you are in your lane, and then people drag you into theirs. And I'm just tired. I'm, I'm, I got on, I started making videos to help people get around the dirtiness that DoorDash was doing. Mm -hmm. And no matter how positive you try to be, you can't always be. Especially with this dealing with this company, this company is shady. And now on Uber, I see it, Chad. I see the difference between DoorDash and Uber. Like, what yeah. a company that at least pretends to care about you, DoorDash don't. They don't even make a show of it. We don't care nothing about you, you know. So mm -hmm. it's just it wears me out, man. Yeah, I mean, door, I, in my area, Uber actually dropped their base pay down to two dollars a long mm -hmm. time before DoorDash did, and like for a while there. Yeah, I was I was gonna do an Uber Eats Hall of Shame of just like it could have been like a twenty minute montage of just screenshots of just all two three dollar no tip um, yeah. orders, and I I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden it seems like Uber Eats customers are starting to tip. Yeah, and 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 DoorDash customers aren't. I don't know what it is. It must be like maybe Uber Eats is doing more promos or something. So it's like if people are saving money on uh the cost of the actual food like they'll just uh you know since i'm like there's a five dollar like uh like last night on well on doordash i ordered from 7-eleven and it said 20 for ten dollars like if you bought twenty dollars worth of food um and you use this promo code you would get you would get your order for ten dollars wow so that's why i bought a four pack of pbr and um just some other junk food. <laughs> okay. Which so I'm you spent trying $20 to and got ten, you got it for 10. Yeah, and I got it for 10 and I threw the driver a $4 tip. That's and it's crazy. the the 7-Eleven is only a mile down the road from me. I could have So who ate the other $10? DoorDash? That's what they Yeah, DoorDash they, or or 7-Eleven. That's crazy. 
Yeah. Your DoorDash is a, is a is a tyrant and a bully. Did you hear funny. that they almost or they were considering buying Instacart? I I did. I, everybody has talked about it, but me. So mm. yeah, I've, I've uh, I have heard about that. Uh, I forgot what the price was, but they they they're putting their money everywhere but us. That's just yeah. everywhere but the Dasher. So I think DoorDash is trying to be the next Amazon, and they are. Hannibal and I talked about this last week, and I'm saying like they're actually in a position they can do it because with Amazon. Anything you buy from Amazon, whether it's from Amazon or from a third-party seller, it still has to go through an Amazon warehouse to an Amazon driver to you. But if you order something on DoorDash, like you can be there like within a half hour. So it doesn't surprise me like if DoorDash wants to start emulating Amazon, and then like if you can get, I mean, Amazon Prime's great. Like you can order something right now, and it might be here by eight in the morning, mm-hmm. or at least like twenty-four hours from now, or maybe like yep. two days. Yeah. You know, there's, I mean, there's, it's very rare that like I need something on Amazon, like right, right now. But you did know? you hear how they're, how those drivers are are treated? The Amazon they're, drivers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm one of them. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. But I mean like the, okay. The so full-time drivers, you the mean? Full, yeah. With the, yeah. With the $10,000, you know, partnerships and stuff like that. Like yeah. they are, you know, some of times they, they don't even have time to go to the bathroom. Like yeah. they, they had the whole process from when the customer orders a prime and they have that two day window and it, it's, it's very, so your question or your a statement about DoorDash becoming that that's exactly what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, they're going to do it at all costs. That's why I, I, I did a post the other day. Hardly anybody saw it, but I said, what if DoorDash bought Lyft? Is that, I saw that. so far out of the po- realm of possibility? I think it's like totally possible. Oh, absolutely. They're going to buy something. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time. Well, they bought Drizzly, and they were like doing some kind of partnership with GoPuff, which I'm finally. I thought Uber bought Drizzly. I thought it was Uber that bought them. Oh, that's right, right. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I got it mixed up. Yeah. yeah, Uber bought Drizzly, which is that was it was like that was like a weird. Just they're just like a middleman company. Like you order through Drizzly, and then they <laughs> would just farm it out to DoorDash or Uber Eats to do the delivery. Yeah. It's not like they have a fleet of drizzly drivers where it was like it was it was like alcohol and like it would be there like within a few days. It was kind of like Amazon. It's terrible. Yeah. And see, I, I think that's what people when they hear from me mm-hmm. that DoorDash, they have one goal, and that's to be number one at mm-hmm. all cost, no matter what, forever. they just like Amazon. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, Best Buy is probably the only major chain and that has decreased. You ever. You been into a Best Buy recently, Chad? Yeah, because there's one next yeah. to Walmart where. Uh... Yeah, they've almost shrunk in yeah. size. I went in and the movie section was like a little box, and I'm like, I it was it was crazy. So, DoorDash will they will do whatever it takes to be number one. Yeah, but yeah. Best Buy they're getting more into like electronic like appliances now because like yeah. they don't need to sell DVDs and CDs anymore, and yep. the only physical media they really can bank on is video games yeah you know mm. that's like you know console games because you have to actually have a disc um uh i mean and then like you know on pc it's all you know just downloads you don't need a physical uh disc or anything yeah yeah but um yeah we got we got way off topic but anyway I, this, it seems like a good place to end um anything you want to uh plug i know you're on uh obviously youtube uh, Twitter. 
I, you're not on Instagram, are you? I am, but it's it's my name, so I don't really put it out there. Oh, I yeah. recommend all gig tubers, or even if you're not a gig tuber, just gig worker. Um, Instagram is uh, of all the platforms. I like it the the best because it's like you can just share something in real time. Yeah, you know, it's just I mean, and you don't have to like. It's a lot less controversial than Twitter because it's like. You could like post a picture of like a cup of coffee on Twitter, and then somebody's gonna spin it into a political discussion, Absolutely. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. they don't really do that so much on Instagram. So I have I have the most fun on Instagram and Facebook. Um, like I have my Chad's beer or uh, Chad Gay Commons fan page on Facebook, but unless you pay the piper for Facebook, like if you actually pay to boost posts, like. One percent of your audience only sees what you post because, like, because mm-hmm. they have to click. It's like with YouTube; it's like they have to click that bell icon or, or you know, the get notifications or whatever. Otherwise, you know, and, unless the person pays to promote it, like, you're never going to see yeah. it on Facebook. I hate yeah. that. So, well, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything to promote uh, mm-hmm. right now. Just dropping content every other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got another channel that's picking up over there. So, like I said, I feel like the DoorDash realm is covered. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the battle with Bentley, or you know, nameless, <laughs> and this DoorDash dad dude, I'm just I'm just a little worn out, you know, from the battling. So I just um, just kind of been taking a break. But Uber mm-hmm. is starting to pick things up for me, and uh, you know, I'll probably do some ride-alongs with that and all that other stuff. So, but it'll probably be every content, every unless there's something to talk. But like I said, the whole Instacart, DoorDash mm-hmm. buy Instacart, I just I wasn't in the mood, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, it didn't happen, so there yeah. there isn't a whole lot of news to talk about. But yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think Instacart will probably stay independent. Okay. Um, I think that just they're even if they did try to do that, like it would, deal would probably get blocked by the government anyways. They'd say it's you know too much of a monopoly or whatever. Yeah. Antitrust yep, so laws. It. So, um, yeah. All right. So uh, we've been going a while. It's I haven't I've never done a live stream this late before, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, hope everybody has a great day tomorrow, and uh, check out DoorDash Dad if you're not already watching him. He's so close to ten thousand subs. You have any? You gonna do something crazy or special when you hit ten thousand? Just say thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have the fundraiser posts and stuff like that at that point. And the reason I didn't do the the car challenge thing for mm-hmm. you is is crazy. I don't want this person knowing anything about me so i was going to find another way to donate so i'll probably donate when you have one of your fundraiser things against streams again okay so that's why i didn't do it because i yeah. was like this person this person yeah was he's a he's a creep so that's why i didn't <laughs> that's why i didn't do it so i'll just donate whatever it was to the fundraiser oh uh, that's cool thanks appreciate yep. that yep all right uh if you watch all the way in you are awesome have a good night everybody And if you watch this on the replay, you're awesome too. (laughs) All right. Thanks for watching. See you later. See ya. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Chad will be back Sunday with his co-host Hannibal, discussing the latest news, trends, and viral posts from the delivery and rideshare sectors of the gig economy. Until then, keep hustling.